Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. This is Abdul Nasser Jengda, and you're listening to the Qalam Podcast. The Qalam Podcast has become an important part of people's lives all around the world. There are millions of people benefiting from the podcast every single day. Thousands of hours of content, dozens of different series from all the different teachers and scholars here at Qalam. All of this is delivered to the community free of charge. We are excited and actively working to grow and increase our efforts to deliver more and more benefit to the community. We ask you to support our efforts and become part of the Qalam family. Please go to qalamfamily.com and sign up to contribute to this Sadaqa Jariyah on a monthly basis. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from all of us Jazakumullahu khairan wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salam ala Sayyidina wa Nabiyana wa Mawlana Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Allahumma inna nas'aluka hubbak wa hubba man yuhibbuk wa hubba amalin yuqarribuna ila hubbak ya arhamar rahimin. Ya Allah, we ask you for your love. We ask you for the love of those actions that will gain your love. And Ya Allah, we ask you for the love of those people that you love, Ya Arhamar Rahimin. Ya Allah, we ask you to make this a gathering by which we get closer to you, a gathering by which we increase our cognizance of the hereafter, and a gathering by which we are motivated to prepare for the day that we meet you. Um, today's lesson is a heavy one. Um, and it's kind of weighed heavy on my heart as I was preparing for it. Um, and bi'idnillah, we'll do our best to do justice to the day of justice, the day of qiyamah, because that's where we're at right now. We started, we ended off last class where everyone was standing on the day of judgment. And everyone was standing according to their own. Everyone was standing according to their own actions. Um, and everyone was in a different state. Everyone was in a completely different state based on the actions that they did in life. And, and as people stood there for thousands of years, as the Quran speaks of, finally the people, they go to the Anbiya and they begin to ask the Anbiya that we want to begin the day of judgment. We want, please, this is hard. We're going through difficulty. And so we ended the last class where the Prophet ﷺ, he goes to what is called Maqam al-Mahmud. And Maqam al-Mahmud is something that we actually pray after every Adhan. We ask Allah to give the Prophet ﷺ something, a position called Maqam al-Mahmud. And Maqam al-Mahmud is this position where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, where the Rasul ﷺ, he goes before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he asks Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to begin. He falls prostrate before Allah. He bows down before Allah. And the Prophet said that in that moment, I will begin to say such praises of Allah. Because, and it only, it only befits the Prophet because he is Muhammad, right? And the word Muhammad comes from Hamd. And the Prophet said, on the day of judgment, I'll be carrying the flag of Hamd. So all of the people of Hamd will be gathered around me. So Muhammad will then go to Allah and praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a way that Allah has never been praised before. And as he's praising Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say, Ya Muhammad, irfa' ra'sak, lift up your head, sal tu'ta, ask whatever you want. Washfa' tushfa', intercede, ask for intercede, and you will be given whatever it is. And the Prophet will at that point ask, Ya Allah, begin the day of judgment. Begin the day of judgment. And this is the maqam and mahmud that the Prophet sallallahu has. And so now we're going to talk today about three things, three specific things. Number one is al-arad. Arad. Arad means to present. Arad means when you like get ready for something big, when you got to go on stage, when you got to be in front of some people. That's arad. Like you're in front of people, you're presenting. And I don't know about y'all, anyone got stage fright? Like this is the stage. This is all of the angels present. And the Quran tells us that in this moment, So now what happens? Muhammad has asked, Oh Allah, come, please begin the judgment. 
and Allah answers the prayer of Muhammad, so Allah comes. And the Quran tells us, As Allah comes, Allah comes towards the people, and all of the angels. Now before we already said that there were already angels that were present, that were surrounding all of us because it was our day. It's like we're in the middle and they're all looking at us, all of those angels. So what does it mean now that Allah is coming with the angels? Well, that's where the verse tells us, Now this is the crazy part. So Allah comes forward to Bani Adam, all of the children of Adam and his before. And the only way that the Quran can describe Allah, the creator of everything coming forward, he says, Like the earth will shine with splendor due to the light of God coming. Like we're talking a realm that is so undescribable, but Allah is trying, is showing in our language how to tell us about this huge moment. So, The earth that we're standing on is shining due to the splendor of God coming forward. And this is the crazy part. And all of the books are brought. Now I want you to envision this. I want you to picture this. Everyone has been lined up in rows. Now, Imam Qurtubi says this. He says there's two ways for you to envision this. This is crazy. He says there's two ways for you to picture this. Either every human being and jinn from the moment of Adam till the day of judgment is standing in one row. Just imagine the earth under us is shining with light. We can't see anything. It's, 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 it's just bright because of Allah's splendor. Allah's nur is shining on the earth. And everyone is standing in a straight row. Imam Qurtubi says it could either be one long row or, and I like this one better, it's actually the way we make sufuf. One after the next, we're standing in rows. And the angels are coming. Now there are already angels present, but these are different angels. These are the angels that are bringing every single record that me and you made throughout our lives. Everything that we did is being brought forward. And now we're at the point where everyone is going to receive their book. And I'm going to read to you now this, this moment of what's happening at this moment. I'm going to read it like verbatim so we can go, go through this, inshallah ta'ala. Uh, it's, it's heavy, it's heavy, it's, it's heavy, but... It, we have to read it, right? For our own hearts, inshallah. Um, Naam. Imam Qurtubi, he says, please remember the task is that you're listening with your heart. You're there. The more you envision this moment, the more you want to prepare for this moment. Imam Muhasibi, he says this. He says, when all of the servants are resurrected from their graves and they start to stand as long as Allah wanted them to stand, the time for reckoning has come now. Meaning the Prophet did sajda, he asked Allah to begin the day of judgment. The time of reckoning has become, begun. This is the moment in which every person is going to stand before Allah and be reckoned. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, Listen closely and think about this. The Prophet said in a Sahih narration, none of you, there is no person in this room of all of us, there is no person except you shall speak to Allah. There is nothing between you and Him. Just you and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The narration says a person will see Allah. I'm not there yet. I know I'm getting ahead. But a person will be standing there. And the narration says on their right they look and all they see is their actions. On the left they look and all they see is their actions. Behind them are just the, the billions and billions of humanity other than them not being called upon yet. And in front of them all they could see in the far distant is the fire. And now they're standing before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he says, فَتَوَهَّمْ نَفْسَكْ يَا أَخِي وَأُخْتِي He says, I want you to imagine, O oh my brother or sister, إِذَا تَطَايَرَتِ الْكُتُبِ When these books are brought, when these books are brought, 
Remember how when the bodies came from the ground and the souls were blown out, every soul knew the body to go to? Well, well, the narration seemed to say as if the books that are for us, the books that we wrote our whole lives, they come looking for us. They come looking to, to us. These books are coming by the angels. Tathayero is when something flies. So it's as if these books are coming looking for us. And while the books are coming to us, Allah is setting up, has set up the mawazin, the scales of justice. This is the day of justice. That's it. The scales are there. And now, picture this. And now you have been called, O Mikael, son of Michael, son of William, son of such and such, such and such. Your name has been called. It's you. In front of every single human being, the angels will say, Aina Fulan ibn Fulan. Where is Mikael, son of Mikael, son of such and such? Halumma ilal ard. Come on forward. Come on forward. And now you picture, you're in the back. And all of a sudden, every single human being, you know that's you. The angels know that's you. They clear the way out now for you to walk forward. Halumma ilal ard Allah ta'ala. Come forward to your reckoning before God. And the angels have been commissioned to go and bring you forward. They bring you forward closer to Allah. Even though there's so many people with the same names, you know your name specifically. You know your name, no matter what. It's, you know it's you. You know it's you. وَإِسْمَ abik In the name of your father. إِذْ عَرَفْتَ أَنَّكَ مُرَادْ بِالدُّعَائِ One of the names of the day of judgment is يَوْمَ tanad, The day of calling out. Because this is the day where announcement after announcement keeps happening. So everyone is silent. There's no talking. But now they're calling you, Abdullah, son of such and such, son of such and such, Mu'adh, son of such and such, come forward. You know it's you, everyone knows it's you, everyone clears out the way. That's you, homie, go forward. It's your turn now. And he says, when the, the call, it strikes your heart. It doesn't hit your ears, it's like it hits your heart. When, when, when subhanAllah, you know, sometimes you get a phone call, like you ever get a, a bad call, and like when it hits your heart, you know, it's hard to explain. You know what I mean? Like, it hits your heart. It doesn't hit here. It hits straight to the heart. He says, he says this call, it goes straight to your heart. You know they're call, the angels are, are calling you. You know it's you. You start to shake. You're, 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 you can't. You're, you're shaking. Your color changes. Your heart is fluttering. Well, now what's happening? The angels are moving you through each row. Excuse me, make room, make room, make room. Now you know where you're going. You're going to stand before Allah. Every single human being and jinn is looking at you. They're looking at you. This is all about one person right now. You. And you are in the hands of of these angels. فَتَوَهَّمْ نَفْسَكَ وَأَنْتَ بَيْنَ يَدَيْ Now he moves us before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So now we're brought before Allah. I, we need to understand that the Prophet taught us that السلام, that there are different levels of hisab. Hisab means questioning. This is the moment now we're being questioned. The Prophet taught us in a sound narration that the first thing that you will be questioned about is salah. And another narration says that the first thing you will be questioned about are the blessings that you were given. One person was talking to Ibn Mas'ud and he says, Ya Ibn Mas'ud, we're, we're poor. What na'ims do we have? 
Ibn Mas'ud, he says, Alaka zawja? You got a wife? You got a husband? He said, nah. He said, Alaka maskan? Taskun ilayha? You got a house? Roof over your head? He said, yeah. He said to him, Anta min al-aghniya. You a rich man. You a rich man. You a rich woman, sister. You got a house? Then the man says, I got a khadim, yo, a servant. He says, Antamin al-muluk. You're a king on the day of judgment. You know, my teacher used to say, and you could go online and say like slaveimpactthing.org, something, where you could put your lifestyle and see how many people would be equivalent in the time of slavery for your lifestyle. I did it today. 83 people would be under me for the life we live. Just laundry, just basic stuff. I got what y'all got. Oh, uh, come, come forward. There's, if y'all could just slide. I'm so sorry, man. Sorry to break, break the, the thing. Yeah, we're going to have to make some room for the brothers and sisters eventually, you know what I mean? Alhamdulillah. <laughs> okay, that's good, that's good. Um, so, so... It is extremely important for us to realize that Allah subhanahu and I want to narrate, I, I, I want to narrate some of the, the narrations that talk about the blessings that a person are, is going to be questioned for. Um, the Prophet وسلم, he said in one hadith, listen closely. Why? Listen, listen. I really thought about this so deep. When you listen to these hadith deeply, you realize why we are the Ummah of Muhammad. Because all of it comes back to his shukr lillah, gratitude. It all comes back to shukr. Listen to these narrations. The first thing that you'll be questioned about, The Prophet ﷺ, he said, They will be questioned about the blessings, the luxuries of life. And Allah will say to this person, Didn't I give you a healthy body? Didn't I give you a healthy body? Did I not give you cold water? Did I not give you cold water? Think about the blessings, Habibi. Think about the blessings that we have. This is the first thing in the narration of Ibn, uh, Ibn Masud, as I said. He said, you have a wife? Yeah. Do you have a house? Man, you're a king. The Prophet ﷺ in another narration, Abu Huraira narrates, this is a Sahih, this is in Sahih Muslim. This is, we're there, guys. We are at the moment. Angels have brought you forward. You are standing there before. And the conversation begins between you and Allah. And the first thing that Allah asks about is one of two things. Number one, salah. And the other number one is the blessings you had in life. Listen to this narration. The Prophet ﷺ, he said, Allah will meet a person. Whoever loves to meet Allah, Allah loves to meet them. You know, you know, in Arabic, you say for someone you don't know their name, you say, Ya Fulan. Fulan means like, yo, you. What's your name? But here it's just like, it's Allah. So he says, yeah, full. Not even fulan. Just full. I don't got to say the whole thing. You know I'm talking to you. Yeah, full. Alam akramaka. Listen to this and think about yourself. Yeah, full. Yeah, Mikael. Put your name in. Yeah, full. Alam akramak. Did I not honor you? Wa usawwidak. Give you a position of status. Wa usawwijuka. Gave you a partner in life. I made the, the horses and camels subjugated to you. Yeah, you got one in the, in the parking lot. Right out there. The person, the person will say, yes, 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 you did, Ya Allah. Allah will say, did you think you were going to meet me? This is a person that didn't know Allah. 
Today I forget you the way you forgot me. How many times do we forget Allah, y'all? How many times do we forget Allah? The second person he meets. Yeah, fool. Hey, you. Alam akramak. Wa usawidak. Wa uzawijak. Wa sakhara lak al khayl. Same thing as before. He says, yes. I rabbi. Allah says, did you think that you were going to meet me? He says, no as well. Allah says, today I forget you the, day, the way you forgot me. The third person. Allah make us amongst them. Ya Rabbi. He says the same exact thing. Allah says, did you think you were going to meet me? The man or woman, she says, Ya Rabbi, amantubik. Ya Allah, I believed in you. Wabikitabik, I believed in your book. I believed in the prophets. Wasallayt, I prayed. Wasumtu, I fasted. I gave sadaqah. Wayuthni bi khayrin mastata'a. I did as much good as I could. And, and Allah will say, He will say, فَيَقُولُوا هَا هُنَا أُذِنَا Okay, come this way, come this way. ثُمَّ يُقَالُوا لَهُ الْآنَ نَبَثَكَ عَلَيْكَ شَاهِدٍ عَلَيْكَ So now we move to the next part. On this day, there are a few rules that are going to happen. Rule number one, no injustice on this day. This is the day of justice. Rule number two, nobody can take the place of another person. It's you and you alone on this day. Your dad can't be there for you. Your mom can't be there for you. Your children, nobody. It's you by yourself. Number three, everyone will be made aware of their actions. So at this point right now, guys, we're not at the scales yet. I hope we realize where we're at right now. We're standing before Allah. You're about to get your book. You're about to get your book. You haven't even got the book yet. Next rule, number four. Allah set the rule in the Quran already. Good deeds are multiplied, sins are kept as they are. And number five, all the witnesses will be brought. And that's where the Quran says, The books are placed, the books are going to be handed out, and then the prophets are brought. Why are the prophets brought? Because the prophets are witnesses. This is one of the most amazing moments in the life of the Prophet. It's the last year of his life. It's the day of Arafah, his only Hajj. The Prophet is standing on the day of Arafah. He's in front of all of the Sahaba. And he stands up on his camel and he goes, Did I give the message? And they say, Yes, Ya Rasulullah. He says, Did I give the mess message? They say, Yes, yes. The Prophet them, this is the most epic moment. The Prophet raises his index finger. He looks up. And he says, Allahu Meshhad, oh Allah, bear witness. I gave the message. So we're at this moment right now where all the witnesses need to be set up. And that's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is establishing. I want to go back to that first narration when we can continue the walkthrough through this moment. Okay, so this narration continues. Um, I'm sorry, I lost my place. I'm sorry to break the flow, forgive me. Um, I got it, it's right here. The things that were being questioned about, so the first one I mentioned was the na'im, the blessings. Um, the next thing that we're questioned about, because I want to establish the things being questioned before we move to the next thing. So the first thing that I mentioned that will be questioned about are the blessings. My lesson and advice for myself reading this is we are the 1%. We need to live lives of shukr. The next thing that is questioned on the day of judgment, ma'amila bihi fid dunya. This is a general question. But the Prophet ﷺ, he said, that no person will move, and this is a sahih narration, no person shall move from their place until they answer five questions. Listen closely. How did you spend your life? What was your life all about? Like, 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 the, like, like the obituary. You know what I'm saying? When there's an obituary, it's like you got five minutes to explain this man's life. What is remembered about you on that moment? How did you spend your young years? 
when you were young, when you had strength, you know, like 40. I don't know. Allahu Adam. But when you were young, I still feel young, so whatever. Right? Y'all haters, that's all. <laughs> when you reach this, you're going to be saying it too. So it's all good. It's all good. What goes around comes around. <laughs> the third question. The money that you have, where'd you get it from? That's a heavy one, y'all. Haram ain't worth it. How are you going to stand there before Allah and justify that wealth? Think about it. And then how you spent it. You know those times we just be rolling through Amazon just trying to surprise ourselves? Buying random stuff? Buy so much you don't even know what's coming. SubhanAllah, they actually sell boxes of random stuff to people now. Because that's how we addic are addicted to getting stuff. There's companies you literally subscribe and what's in the box you don't know. Some of y'all subscribed, I already know by the looks on your face. Like, yo, they gave me shaving cream last week, yo. SubhanAllah, we're so addicted to buying, buying. Now, how are you spending that wealth that Allah blessed you with? How are you spending that wealth that Allah blessed you with? وَمَاذَا عَمِلَ فِي عِلْمِي فِي مَا عَلِمَ And what did you do with the knowledge that you had? Y'all don't know how heavy that question is, man. What did you do with the knowledge that you had? Next set of questions. The next set of questions are regarding your pledges and promises. Whatever pledges or promises you made, Allah is going to question them. And then the next thing will be oppression. Oppression. There are specific questions about oppression. Now, next thing before we get deeper into this day. The Prophet wasallam he taught Aisha. There was one day, I'm going to narrate this hadith actually. Aisha says... And Aisha, Laysa ahadan yuhasabu yawm al qiyamah illa halaka. She says that the Prophet said, we're talking about this day of judgment, that the Prophet said nobody will be reckoned on the day of judgment except that they'll be, they'll be destroyed. So, so, فَقُلْتُ يَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ أَلَيْسَ قَدَ قَالَ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى فَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوتِيَ كِتَابِ يَمِينِ فَسَوْفَ يُحَسَبُ هِسَابًا يَسِيرًا so listen to this. The Prophet said to Aisha, Ya Aisha, whoever is reckoned on the day of judgment, they're done. So Aisha's like, wait, there's a verse in the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, whoever is given their book in their right hand, that they will have an easy reckoning. So the Prophet he said, no, 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 you misunderstand. Indeed, that is just a presentation. So here's what we understand. The Prophet ﷺ, he then said, Whoever's taken to account, they're done. What does this mean? On the Day of Judgment, not everyone is going to have the same level of, 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 of um, taftish, the same level of like investigation, interrogation, exactly. The Prophet ﷺ is teaching us that there will be some people, and I'm going to read the narrations. You're going to listen to the whole narration in a moment. The Prophet ﷺ explained that there will be some people who Allah just, may Allah make us amongst them. He just presents the actions that they did to them. That's it. But there are other people that for each one, okay, why this? Why did you do that? What was your justification for this action? What was the reason for it? What was your intention behind it? And the Prophet said, whoever gets that level of reckoning, you're done. So that is why everyone in this room make a dua. You always ask, oh Allah, give me an easy reckoning. Oh Allah, give me an easy reckoning. Oh Allah, give me an easy reckoning. Okay, so we're going to go back to this, uh, to this long narration that talks about the, the picture of that moment, okay? So Imam Qurtubi, he explains this moment. He says, فَتَوَاهَمْ nafsaka." We're picturing this now. I had to interject all of that so we understand where we're at in this moment. Picture yourself standing before Allah. And in your hand is this scroll of your life. It doesn't have any action that you hid. And there's no hidden thing that you kept secret, except that it's there. 
And you are reading line by line, line by line, line by line, every moment of your life. Your heart is broken by what you read. You forgot. You forgot what you did last week. But now you're watching it again. You for, I have to speak, okay? And sometimes I see these things and I'm cringing. Like, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you said that. Can you imagine watching last week of your life, yo? Not alone either. Everyone's watching it with you. So you're reading line by line. Anta taqra'a your heart is broken by what you see. And you're surrounded by, by all these tremendous things around you. There, how many things that you forgot about, you read it and it's there again. How many sins that you hid are now right there in front of you again. How many actions that you thought, they are behind me, man. That's gone. That's gone. And here it is right back in front of you. Astaghfirullah. How many actions is back there in front of you? The Quran tells us that at that moment, some people will be given their book in their right hand. He hasn't weighed his deeds yet. He hasn't, she hasn't weighed the deeds yet. But they, it's good. The lawyer's like, we're good. It looks like we're going to win. This person knows, I, I'm going to Jannah. This person is so happy. You know, like when people get their graduation and they walk across the stage and they're happy, they're like, look, 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 I did it. Right in this moment, the person is holding up their book that came in their right hand and they're saying to everyone, look, look, look. This person will read the book. They're like, yo, yo. You know, when you get a good report card, y'all remember when it was in high school? You know, you get a good report card and you just read it over and over again. No? Okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you get that A, you just be like, A. Hey, it sounds nice, yo. You just keep reading it. Allahu Akbar. Listen how deep this hadith goes. When a person was a leader in good, always calling to good. Call your family, your, 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 your friends. Yo, let's go to the masjid. Yo, let's go to halakha. You are a leader calling people to good. His name will be called. Remember, today is the announcement day. Today, you know, you walk across the stage, they say your name and they say it right too. Like, make sure you say my name right. Your name is called. This person comes forward. This shining white book is brought out. Inside of it is evil, but on the outside is good. So, so this book is given to this person. The person starts to read and they see the evil. So they start to read and they start to get worried. At the end of the book they see, This is all of your sayyatuk. These are all your bad deeds. At the end. Yo, the Prophet in another hadith, yo, in another hadith, the Prophet said, a man will be brought really close to Allah. A man, a woman will be brought close to Allah. And Allah will touch his shoulder or her shoulder. And without anyone seeing, Allah will say to this person, do you remember this sin on this day? Do you remember this sin on this day? Do you remember this sin on this day? And the person just keeps saying, yes, 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 Allah, I remember, yes. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say to this person, 
I covered it up in the dunya, I'm going to cover it up now too. All of your sins are changed over to good deeds. The Prophet ﷺ said, the man will say, Ya Allah, I think you left out a few sins. <laughs> and the Prophet laughed. He's like, Ya Allah, I think you left out a few. I think you left out a few. So this person reads their book and they read sin by sin by sin. And at the end of the book, it says, These are all your bad deeds. This person becomes elated. Farhan shadidan, extremely happy. You're looking at the front, at the back, all around, and he's looking at the good deeds. So I read my bad deeds, and at the end of that chapter, it said, forgiven. So now he begins to read the good deeds. He's chilling. He reaches the end of the book of the good deeds, and it says, these are all your good deeds. And I have multiplied them for you. Multiplied. Allah is kareem. Allah is generous. This person's face is made bright with light, nur. Their face is made bright. And a crown. Yo. See, y'all front when we get in these halakas. Y'all know the biggest thing nowadays is to have bling and ice? My grill. <laughs> Some of the elders are like, what is he talking about? <laughs> What's well, not good though? We don't like jewelry. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, he makes you beautiful at that moment, and then a crown is brought. Mikael. You know how we say, you know how sisters, they call it queen, queen? King, yo. King, queens on that day. Because I read my book, Allahu Akbar. And now you got to change. You can't wear your old drip with that crown. It's beautiful. So the angels say, no, no, take that off. You have to change now. You're in a different, you're in a different level now. Put these clothes on. Allahu Akbar. It's not done. What is, what is, what is, what is a, a gift if you can't share it? The angels say, now go and tell everybody what just happened. <laughs> tell my mom, tell my dad, tell y'all. Yo, hate them. I got it, man. I passed. You know, you get the gig. You can't, you got to tell everybody. Where's my man at? You get the gig. You got to tell everybody. You get into a good college. You, yo. Now the angels go, 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 go tell everybody. So this person turns around. And tell them that this isn't just for you, it's for everyone else like you. This person then turns around and he heads towards the people and he's screaming and shouting, Yo, look at my book. This is Quran. I knew it was coming today. I knew it. I, I knew this day was coming. He will be in the gardens of paradise. But it's not like that for everyone, as we know. If the person was a leader in evil, always telling his boys and his sisters, like, yo, encouraging evil. His name will be called. He'll be brought forward. A very dark, gloomy book. And imagine it. It's, it's pulled out. And the ink of the book is in dark black. The, the first side has good deeds, but the second side has bad deeds. He starts off by reading his book, The Good Deeds. And he's getting happy. She's getting happy. But when he reaches the last page, it says, These are your good deeds. But they're not accepted. Give them, they're, take, they're not accepted. So this person, their heart is just, 
Then he reads the second half of the book and he reads, these are your sins. His eyes turn a deep, weird bluish color. His, his, his color becomes pitch dark with no nur. And he's given clothes too, but these clothes aren't the same clothes. They're completely different. And then he is told, now go and tell everyone how you came out. Go, turn around, walk, tell everybody. Walk back, tell everyone. So this person will go back walking. I wish I never got my book. I wish I never got my book. I wish I never knew what this reckoning was. I wish life was just over. I have no power. I'm done. So Imam Qurtubi, he then finishes. He says, listen. At this point, different people are given their books. Some people get it in their right hand. May Allah make us amongst them. Some people are given their book in their left hand. May Allah make us not amongst them. And then the Quran tells us, وَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَ وَرَاءَ ظَهْرِ It's very vivid how it's described, but I'll keep it light. The Quran speaks about a person who gets their book from behind their, their, their back. Some mufassireen say that they don't want the book, but the book is coming to their hand. So they, they intentionally try to put their hand back, like, no, I don't want to give it to you. And the book just comes to the right hand. And that's what it means by they get their book in their right hand, their, their left, behind their back. So Imam Qurtubi, he says, oh, subhanAllah, there's a lot more here we have to talk about. He says, so picture yourself in this moment amongst the people who were successful. Amongst all the people who are successful, how you're dressed, how you look. And then picture the other side as well. Now, a few more things that we have to talk about. The Prophet ﷺ told Aisha that there are three moments on the Day of Judgment. So one day the Prophet walked into Aisha. This is a Sahih Muslim hadith. One day the Prophet walked into Aisha's room and she was crying. She was weeping. And he said to her, Ya Aisha, why are you crying? And she's like, I'm remembering the akhirah. I'm just really worried about it. And then she says, will we remember each other on the day of judgment? Will we remember each other on the day of judgment? And the Prophet ﷺ, he said to her, he said, Aisha, let me tell you something. There are three spots on the day of judgment where no one will think about no one else. Number one spot, standing in front of the scales of justice. We're not even there yet in our, in our, in our journey. We haven't got to the scales yet. Number two, when the books are given out, when every person gets their book. I want us to look at a verse. The Quran tells us, what's the verse, subhanAllah? الكتاب, I want you to think of this verse. The books are brought and handed out. Allah says, you will see the criminals scared and they will say, Mali هذا الكتاب. What is up with this book? Every single deed is here. The Sahaba used to say, don't be little small deeds, y'all. And the narration the Prophet said, you know what small deeds are? Small deeds are like when a whole group of people go out and gather twigs and put them together. You can make a big fire with that. Don't sleep on small deeds, man. Don't sleep on those. The person is looking at this book and it's every moment from my life. That's heavy, y'all. That's really heavy. So this, this moment, not everyone reacts the same. And there's one more thing I want to share before we go for salah. There's so much, subhanAllah. The Prophet said there are three places that people won't know each other. I shared two of them, right? Number one was when? At the scales. I don't know you. Now, I'm going to talk about this next week, the scales themselves, because that's a whole other stage of this. And we're not even there yet. There is so much more, subhanAllah. The other one before that is at the? When the books are given. And the last one, the Prophet said, is when you have to cross the bridge. When you have to cross the bridge. And we'll talk about all these throughout the journey, inshallah. 
There's one more thing I want to talk about, and maybe we could segue it into next session next week. But at this moment is also called, the day of judgment is also called the day of arguing. Jidel. Yom al-Jidel. And we'll pray in about eight minutes, okay? We'll pray in about eight minutes. Yom al-Jidel. Why is it called Yom al-Jidel? The prophet has taught us in a sound narration. I was going to read it to you, but it's all good. I'll explain it to you. The prophet has taught us that when Allah questions a person, Ya Aisha, did you do this? Did you do this? Did you do this? Did you do this? The prophet said there will be one person or a few group of people that will think, you know what? I'm going to argue this. And they'll say, no, I, I, I didn't do that. And Allah will say to this person, the angels wrote it down. And uh, this person will say, I didn't see angels. You, I don't know that they did that. And at this moment, Allah will say, I knew you were coming. So now, this person's mouth will be sealed as if it's, it, there's no opening, no shiq. It's, it's sealed. It doesn't even have an opening. The mouth is sealed. And now this person's hands begin to speak. This person's, the prophet said that the first limb to speak will be a person's left thigh. Some people are like, why the left thigh? And some people are like, astaghfirullah. The left thigh will be the first thing to speak. And then the right thigh. And then the hand. And then the hand. The whole body. You know, I was listening to some, like, some like, biologist that was saying that it feels as if every cell has consciousness. I was talking to some of the Qalam students about this. It's as if every cell in the body has consciousness. You know, like, sorry, small tangent here. But you know, like, like a, a germ comes in the body and the white blood cells are like, yo, team, let's roll out. And they come to the scene and they fight the joint and then they go recruit some, you know, like everything's happening and we're just sitting here just like, subhanAllah, subhanAllah. But this whole universe is inside of us. And so some have said it as if it's like the whole body has consciousness, but it doesn't speak right now because it hasn't been ordered to. And so Allah says that a person, this is crazy, Allah says in the Quran that a person will say to their own body, Lima tashhadu alayna. Hey, stupid, why are you arguing against us? And the, and the Quran says that the body will say, sorry, there's kids here. I didn't mean to say that word. Okay, sorry. Hey, silly guy. Okay, okay. Hey, silly you, why are you arguing against us? Why are you arguing against us? And the Quran says that the, the body will say, Allah made us speak, we can't hold back. So this person is arguing with their body, but the body is bearing witness. I read a narration that says that a person's body is arguing with their ruh on Yom Al-Qiyamah. But the ruh is blaming the body and the body's blaming the ruh. The ruh says, I didn't want to do this, you did this. And the body says, I did it because you wanted to do it. They're arguing against, I wanted to highlight that at this moment, not everyone accepts it. And that's why the angels are brought as witnesses. That's why the book is brought as a witness. And that's why the body is brought as witness. All three levels of witness so that on that day, you can't deny whatever happened in your life. This is a heavy, heavy thing. So I think we can stop here. So look at what we covered. We, we talked about this Arad. Everyone is standing in Sufuf. Everyone is standing in sufuf. And I'm going to end as we always end with this visualization. You can close your eyes. You can look at me, whatever, but this visualization. The Prophet ﷺ has just went before Allah. The Prophet ﷺ has bowed down and he's worshiping Allah, saying words that we don't even know what they mean. The Prophet ﷺ raises up before Allah and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commences the day of judgment. Everyone is brought forward into rows. You are just one of billions of people as you look around, standing there, waiting for these things to happen. Allah comes forward with such splendor that the, the ground begins to glow because of God's splendor and His grace. The angels are told to now bring all of the books, bring every book and every book for each person. And then one by one, name by name, each one of us in this room is called. Muhammad, son of such and such, come forward. Everyone looks back at you, it's your turn. You're thinking about your life. 
You're thinking about what you did. You're thinking about all the things that you've done. And now I have to go stand before Allah. The angels take you by the side, escorting you forward as you walk through the sufuf. And there you are brought close to Allah. Now in this one, we're believers. Allah loves us. We did tawbah. We were fearful of this day. So Allah brings us close. And he puts a hijab behind us so no one knows what we're talking about. And then Allah reminds you, Mikael, you remember this sin? Do you remember this one? And one by one, from the moment I could remember, he starts telling me every sin. And all I say before Allah is, yes, I remember. Yes, I remember. And at that moment, I think I'm done. Because I just see all of these sins that I've done. And at that moment, Allah whispers to me that don't worry, I hid it in the dunya, so I'm going to hide it now. All of your sins are now good deeds. Go back out of this curtain and get your book in your right hand. You come back out, your face is glowing. The angels see that this person has succeeded. The angels give you your book. Your face is smiling like no joy, like you've never imagined. The angels grab your hand. I read this narration. The angels grab your hand. They raise your hand in front of everyone. And they say, this person has been successful. They're going to Jannah. In front of everyone. They put your hand down. You walk back into the row. And the next person is called. We'll stop there, inshallah. <sighs> right? Heavy. May Allah make us amongst the people of Jannah. May Allah forgive our sins. Ya Allah, please forgive our sins. Ya Allah, we ask you to give us our book in our right hands. Ya Allah, please give us our book in our right hands, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, we've disobeyed you so many times, Ya Allah. But truly, we fear that day we stand before you. We truly do fear that day, Ya Allah. Ya Allah, please forgive us, Ya Arhamar Rahimin. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. والسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين